Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan, and with me is, and next to me, Brian. I don't want to be loud. I don't know if I'm going to be clippable or not, but I'll be quiet. I'm Brian. Brian, yeah. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Today, we're changing it up a little bit. We're in person, in real life, next to each other. Very close. Hopefully, it'll go a lot better than last time when we weren't in person. It, I can already tell it's going to be a lot better. It's already going to be a lot better. It's going to be a lot better. We are not going to be at four frames uh, per second. Now we're, I mean, it looks like a, a solid 30. I don't know. What do you have it said? <laughs> I haven't said anything. I don't know. Who, who, who knows? Hopefully, it'll be smooth. Uh, we'll be back uh, doing our regular remote two talking heads side by side thing. Yes. Next time. Next time. Dude, actually, it might be three persons. You might see. It might uh, be four. Might be four. Could uh, a familiar face could return? Uh, Yeah, a very familiar face. Hopefully, (laughs) everybody will know who he is. Oh, maybe not the new people who who just started when we got back on episode three hundred one. Who knows? We might have a whole new. Who not, we're just gonna might, we're just gonna bring back like seventy people that nobody knows. No, yeah, nobody knows. The largest podcast. It has seventy people in it. <laughs> the entire cast of Dune. Oh my gosh, Mike, you, <laughs> we're gonna have the entire cast of Dune. No, no, I'm, we're Absolutely. gonna. I'm gonna reach out to them. Everybody who's listening, I'm gonna reach out to them this week, and I'm gonna get their approval to just all be on here. Who's in it? It's David. David, no, David Batista, Dave Batista, okay, yeah. Jason Mimosa, uh, Timothy Chalamet. There's a few others in there that I can't just remember off the top of my head. Sandworm? Yeah, well, Sandworm's got to come. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to be in the background he's the, right he's here. He's the most important We will character. turn off our background, and we'll just put a sandworm. Yeah, sandworm. Yeah. The, the real one. Not like We're not going to put no pictures. We're going to put a giant sandworm. I'm letting you know right now, I will get a sandworm picture for my background if I am unable to find a sandworm in real life. I'm oh. going to go to the Sahara Desert. Oh, yeah. That's where they live. That's where they live, yeah. yeah. They go on location to film the real sandworms. Yeah. For, They're on for, location. For Dune. It's very dangerous. <laughs> they go to Arrakis. <laughs> it's very dangerous, but they figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they use the tame sandworms, right? The, they yeah, they yeah they first of all they they sedate them to mm-hmm. start off with. I don't know what kind of sedation they have to use because they're like very big. They use the spice. Yes, they use the spice. <laughs> and then after that, then Han they're... Solo spice, not Dune spice. It's two different Han, spices. Yeah, we're, we're, Han Solo spice we're... is like drugs, but also Dune spice is also drugs. We're intermixing, <laughs> uh, you know, sci-fi here. Just bring them all together. We're into crossing one. the streams like in Ghostbusters or in the urinals. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. That was my thought. It's exactly. Completely, completely I, uh, normal. My first thought was Ghostbusters and then urinals. <laughs> yeah, that was like, back, back to back. Very Cross, like boom, boom. Crossing the streams. The only way to do like, it. Crossing the streams. That, that's not something you want to do at a urinal. Or maybe you do. I don't they, know. They say you're not supposed to do it in Ghostbusters either. So, I mean, like technically crossing streams is a no-no. <laughs> Whether you're in Ghostbusters or in the bathroom. Okay, that's true. Now, uh, I want to bring up two things that I noticed because I totally forgot about one of them. First order of business is headsets. I I have a bone to pick with headsets here, and I'm happy today I don't have to wear a headset. So I have uh, a pair of headsets 
or earphones or ones that go over your ears and they keep giving me a headache cans yes do, do, i have do you, cans. do you plop them on like pay money wubby and like give yourself like, exactly your injury every time and yeah and then he goes like <laughs> <laughs> nobody is anybody even gonna get that reference nope that's a pretty in-depth in like lore of pay money wubby <laughs> that's a pay money money lore but anyway <laughs> they've been giving me a headache and i don't like it so I switched to IEMs, just normal, just normal headphones. And so far, I don't have any bones to pick with them. Although, except when I have to talk to somebody on Discord or whatever the heck I'm doing, I have to switch back to the big old cans, and they then will give the me a cans. headache. So, you know, that's my bone to pick. Uh, so if anybody out there has a very comfortable pair of headphones they'd like to, you know, suggest, please tell me immediately. Mm -hmm. I am dying. Please put them in the comments here or leave them down in the comments on YouTube. Or yeah, wherever. or follow my TikTok that doesn't exist. <laughs> the non-existent TikTok. Which leads into my second uh, point. Uh, yeah. There was a comment on the uh, last podcast about oh, yeah, Brandon yeah. Sanderson. Yeah. Now, a little backstory again, but... And this is David. Let me know about this comment. I then read the comment and didn't respond to us. Well, at the time, I wasn't logged into YouTube and I was at work. And then I was like, "Oh, I got I, no problem." And then as soon as I got home, I completely forgot about it, and I just reminded myself about five minutes ago. So Brandon Sanderson, yeah, is he's an author. We had, we discussed this last time. Yeah, he's getting popular and more popular. I will say I haven't read everything because his books are literally like 2000 pages each and there's like a hundred of them. There's not a hundred, but there, it feels like there's a hundred of them. Yeah. There's a hundred. If you ever read the magic Treehouse books, uh, as a child, those books were about 50 pages long. There's about a thousand of those. Brandon Sanderson's one book is probably equal to the entire magic Treehouse uh, series. So mm -hmm. I don't, nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. I'm just here I, to drop. I'm just here to drop like random things that nobody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Pay money. will be random tree houses. Yeah. Yeah. So far mm -hmm. we're so far I'm batting over to breaking out. Yeah. I'm, I'm one more strike and I'm going to have to exit the podcast. <laughs> it'll just bring in the clone of me, the clone. Yeah. They'll bring in the clone. I'll just leave and I'll come back wearing a different bring in the shirt. Clone! But, uh, Brandon Sanderson has two trilogies that I've delved into. He has a lot more. Uh, he has a Stormlight Archive and the Mistborn series. The Mistborn series is what Brandon Sanderson wants to bring into a TV show or a movie or whatever the heck he wants to do with it. He doesn't own the rights to them anymore. He sold those off, hoping that somebody would do it. I think I could be wrong. So I'm here to spread misinformation as well. I think Paramount has it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure, though. <laughs> or, or Warner Brothers. I don't know. It's one of the big ones. One of the big ones. <laughs> anyway, he wants to turn that into a movie first. So uh, I started with those. And David, do you know anything about the Mistborn trilogy? No. I only okay. think I know about Brian Sanderson is he finished the, the, Wheel, of the Time. Wheel of Time. And I, I, I listened to those books. And that's all I know about Brian Okay, Sanderson. so the Mistborn trilogy. Here we go. These are my. Doing, I thought we were doing a lower decks podcast. Well, we're gonna do that. We're okay. If you haven't seen yet, here if we're pointing, we're, we are eventually going to get to. I'm my. I'm in the way, and everything's backwards when you're in a camera, so I don't know which way to turn to show you. But like that, I don't know if this is a picture from season two or not. But we're gonna be talking about lower decks season two when we get to it. But first, I still need to talk about this Brandon Sanderson thing. <laughs> the preamble, because I did respond to a comment. Anyway. David, Harry Potter, Voldemort. He died to a teenager. Frodo Baggins throws a ring into 
a volcano and defeats Sora. Now, little teenage boys or hobbits, they're beating the big bats. Well, technically, uh, Frodo's like in his 40s or 50s. Okay, but, but like overall in, power level. In the book, in the book. Okay, like okay, that. dude. If we're talking about like Dragon Ball Z power levels here, like Frodo is down there, man. He is not a powerful character. So I mean, the only powerful character is the wizards and Sauron. Exactly. So these big... eagles are the most powerful, though, because they they could have just yeah they're just way stronger for they, some yeah, reason. The eagles are but the best. They all get beaten by this is done over and over again. Those were just two examples I had: Voldemort beating Harry Potter and Frodo beating Sauron. But can you imagine a world where that didn't happen, and the big bad defeats people, the and he becomes he becomes the big bad. So I do like that series. I've read two two of the books. They're very good. But I will say the Stormlight Archive is a little bit better. Now, they're, these books are super duper long. They're, I think the first one is at least over 1,000 pages. Any plans? There, I think there's five of them now, four or five of them. I haven't read all of them. I've read three of them. And uh, he's planning to write 10 of them. Unlike George R. R. Martin, he actually writes. What? So, like, these books are going to come out. I thought George R. R. Martin's uh, Arthur title was, like, honorary. He's an honorary honorary author. He He has the DOS computer. Yeah. Doesn't he use a DOS computer or something like that? Yeah, he uses the DOS computer. He has, like, one of those, like, 16 long dongles set up. Yeah, so so he can can get it off (laughs) off the internet. (laughs) He doesn't want anybody stealing his ideas. Not that, like, at this point, does this dude have any ideas? His idea is not to write. Yeah, that's his idea. Anyway, uh, yeah, those I've read the mis- I've read part of the Mistborn. I've read part of the Stormlight Archive. I prefer the Stormlight Archive. I enjoy Kaladin a lot. Uh, Shalon, I'm still uh, trying to grow to like her, but you know, I'm sure it'll get there because there's about to be ten more books. Anyway. That's my response. I haven't read any of the graphic novels or uh, his first book that takes place in the Cosmere. There's a few others as well. There's a lot that that guy's got going on. I read more than just Brandon Sanderson, but for right now, I'm Brandon Sanderson. Stan, that's a new word. That's that's for young people. I don't know why I use that. Anyway, yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, David, can you bring us into uh, Season 2 of the Lower Decks? <laughs> Lower Decks. Lower Decks Season 2 is more of the same. Lower Decks Season 1, but somehow better. I think I thought it was better. Uh, I'd I agree. Give, I'd probably give the whole season overall like a nine. It was dang man. We're breaking out of the sevens, man. What what would you give this season as a whole? I give it a nine too. It it was really good, start to finish. And I gotta say, just like for season one, last episode probably my favorite. The last episode? Uh, I think it's second to last. The was, second last was the, my favorite of season one, and the last episode. Of this one was Probably your favorite. My favorite. Really interesting. So we have different, different. Okay, so oh, the, the last episode just they do something cool that's like never kind of been done before. It was really cool. So I'm like, absolutely, this is awesome. I mean, the, all the episodes are really great. Also, the dolphins. Oh, the dolphins come on. were cool. Come on, I didn't even. We're okay. I'm gonna. So here, uh, first of all, <laughs> we're skipping to episode ten. <laughs> First of all, I don't want to disrespect anybody because I know there's a lot of hardcore Star Trek uh, fans listening. I'm sure you've got so many questions. This Actually, is a, we're not talking about something else, this too. Is, we, I'm sure we got a lot to talk about. But this, to me, seems like uh, like a wet dream for Star Trek fans. 
Is first of all, is that like, am I on the right path here? Is this like what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like this is like this is some good Star Trek content? Am I? Yes, this is like actual good Star Trek content. And I looked it up. It, it, this uh, this show at Lower Decks takes place two years after Voyager returns from the Delta Quadrant, so it's like a direct sequel to Voyager. Usually, Star Trek. The old series overlapped a little bit. TNG started, then DS9 started toward the end of season uh, of TNG's run, and then Voyager started toward the end of DS9's run. And then there's just a little bit of gap between Voyager and Lower Decks as far as timeline goes. So this is like the continuation of real Star Trek. It is absolutely amazing. Really, really good show. Okay, so now that I don't have to worry about being disrespectful to anybody, I gotta, I gotta say, like... The the captain gets man. I'm still going right to episode ten. We're gonna work our way backwards here. We're gonna start at ten. If you want spoilers, come back in about forty minutes, and we'll be on episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're spoilers. I mean, the 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 season was great, but episode ten was like amazing. This isn't gonna be like Venom, where we like pick and choose what to spoil. This is gonna we're starting at ten and gonna work our gonna way work backwards. Our way back, yeah. Okay, so we'll probably jump back to episode. I'm sure we'll be jumping all over the place. I don't like Mariner's mother. Oh, you were happy to see her arrested at the end? So, <laughs> so that, that's, where, that's where I'm at initially. <laughs> that's why it was your favorite episode? <laughs> that wasn't my favorite episode, no. no. But I don't, I don't know. I don't really care about, like, what happens to her. She's kind of, I don't know, she's not fun i don't know is star trek not supposed to be fun i feel like that's a that's like i shouldn't ask that question because it should be fun if you enjoy star trek i don't know it it, it kind of depends i mean like first, she's like the first... she's just strict she's strict yeah i mean yeah she's she's trying to be picard-esque picard was pretty strict um it's fine i mean the problem is star trek goes between boring and fun like You've got boring Star Trek, like first two seasons of TNG, Star Trek The Motion Picture. Those were boring. And then you've got ones that are less boring than good, like Star Trek VI was a lot more interesting. Later seasons of TNG were less boring. Um, yeah, Star Trek kind of goes in between there. There's some boring episodes that are good. There's some exciting episodes that are bad. And then it's it's, it's a really weird Venn diagram of like how Star Trek works. And what sure. episodes are boring, and what episodes are not, what episodes are good, and what episodes are not, and they don't always cross over. It's crazy. But there's just so much, there's just so many episodes of Star Trek. There's over 700 episodes of Star Trek. So you're bound to have bad episodes. It's just, well, that's it's just, just the nature it's just of the, the beast. way it works. Yeah. But um, Lower Decks is such a breath of fresh air just because it's new Star Trek and it's good. Whereas, like, the other new Star Trek that have come out have been pretty, pretty bad uh, up to this point. What made you like episode 10 the most? Um, I loved that they had the, the, well, the, uh, Ensign Gomez, oh, shoot, Captain Gomez, she's a character from Next Generation, she's in season two, I believe, and she spills coffee over Picard, and she's an, that's why when the girl trips, okay. that's why when the girl trips, she's like, oh, I've made worse mistakes, so she, she's an Ensign in Next Generation, and she spills coffee all over Picard. Okay, so that was so probably pretty cool for you then. So, so that was a cool thing. Also, she's like flying, like her, she's captain of an Excelsior ship, which is an older style ship, but it's got sovereign class nacelles on it. So the original, so the body of the ship is mm -hmm. the Enterprise B. Enterprise B is an Excelsior class ship. If you go back in time, sure, that's a, that's an old ship, but it's got new nacelles. Those nacelles first were debuted on the Enterprise E, 
So it's like a cross between the B and the E. So it was kind of a cool-looking ship. Okay. Because it looked a little bit different. I was like, why, why does it look different? And then I noticed the Sovereign nacelles on it. And then the the Cerritos had to shed its skin to get through the asteroid field, which was really cool. The Dolphins were referenced in yesterday's Enterprise uh, by people in the back. The the, the Siestrian. Yeah, okay. I'm um, going to cut you off right there because I forgot about two minutes ago when you were talking about this. What's the significant? What's with these Dolphins, man? Like, that was... I, I Is that a thing? Like, what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, that's a thing. Like, like in the schematics for the Enterprise D, there was, like, like the Siestrian... I'm, I'm sure I'm not sure if I'm saying that word right, but whatever class of animals dolphins are, um, Siestrian ops. So they are, they've been referenced before. They're actually referenced. So they're not a lower decks. They're not a lower decks thing. No, I mean, this is the first time we've seen them on screen. But, but they, we been, knew they existed. They've been referenced. Yes. Okay. They were. They were. The, their area was in the schematics for the Enterprise D, and on yesterday's Enterprise, which was an you know. Next gen episode, which is where the Enterprise D first debuted. Hmm. Um, that series, uh, that episode does mention Siestrian uh, Ops, which is where, which okay. is where the dolphins would be. So they had been mentioned before, but this is our first time seeing the dolphins. And you know, people say dolphins are just as smart as humans. They're also super horny. As they were in lower decks, like <laughs> yeah, come, yeah, in, come take yes, a bath with us. Yes, yes. They, I mean, that's that's true to real life. Yeah, they, they, they true to, at least as far as I know, I haven't had any heard, any run-ins with a dolphin. I've heard dolphins are kind of rapey. They are kind of rapey. I've and, heard that as well. And, and they still are in the future, I suppose. <laughs> but apparently, some things never change. Some things never change. <laughs> uh, it was really cool to see the dolphins and the the ship shedding its skin. That was really cool. We have seen an episode where they had to release a part of the outer hull, but never the entire, the entire outer thing. hull. That was pretty cool. Okay. I mean, they did some cool stuff. So it was, like like, a, it was like a lot going on that has never really been seen before, which is what made it your favorite? I mean, that made it my favorite, seeing Gomez come back, seeing her, her ship. That was, I don't know, it was, it was a fun episode, seeing the dolphin. Yeah, it was, they have a lot of neat things that have been referenced before, you've seen before, but never yeah. in this way. That's what kind of made it my favorite episode, just because it was so neat, seeing uh, all, all those stuff happening. Gotcha. Okay. Um, what was your favorite episode? So, you know, we're going to do 1, 2, skip a few, 99, 100 here. But I watched all the episodes pretty much back-to-back, like, last time. So I'm kind of, like, confused of where all the episodes are and what happened in each episode. But if, like, you start talking about a certain episode, I'm going to know what you're talking about. Now, I'm pretty sure this is episode 8. Maybe 9! Wedge Dudge? I, okay, that was the title of an episode. I remember that. I don't know, do you what, know what that means. <laughs> No. Why not? <laughs> it means three ships. Oh, yeah, totally. I brain farted on that. I apologize. Yeah, wedge is three. Dude, is this, wait, is, it, is ships. Is this eight or nine are we talking about here? Uh, it's Wedge Dudge. It's either, eight or, it's either episode eight or nine. Okay. It's the one with the Klingons and the and the Vulcans. Oh, okay. It's, I do want to talk about that, wedge too. Wedge Dudge. So here, well, that's not my favorite, but we can. I guess we are going to go just all the way back. We're going to start at ten and just go all the way back. <laughs> Okay, so what I... All I re- you don't remember individual episodes. No, yeah. <laughs> so what I really wanted to say here is that, you know, we brought this up before. I've brought this up before. Everybody who listens is, understands this. I don't know anything about Star Trek. So, you you know, we talk about... David has brought up Klingons and, and you know, Borg, which we're going to talk about in a little bit because oh, I got yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. And he, he just kind of, like, gives me a brief overview of who these, like, races... Are they races? Races are? Yeah. Different races, yeah. And I never fully understand understood what's going on. Now I got to see like a Klingon ship in like all its glory. 
Is that like what happens in real Star Trek? Is that how they act? Klingons are yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, I mean they they did the Klingons really well. Um, when people think the uh, the main officer is acting bad or someone above them, they kill them and take their place. It's like okay. ancient Rome. I don't I'm know, that's kind of cool. I'm gonna cool. kill. I'm gonna kill the guy in front of me, and I'll take his place. Like Caesar. Caesar was assassinated, and the person who assassinated becomes next Caesar. Yeah, don't try that person for murder. He just gets to be the next guy in charge. I right? thought I, I okay. So I, that episode gave me a better understanding of uh, Klingons? Klingons and also Vulcans. <laughs> but quit those, quit those outbursts. They're both in there. And I have a better understanding of who they are because I always, I you know, you get the super overview of like Vulcans are like, you disobeyed me, and now you are sentenced to working in Star- the brig or something. <laughs> I don't know, whatever the heck they're doing now. I brig is jail. You don't do anything. Okay, I I as I was saying it, I knew it was jail, and I chose to pick that. So <laughs> you sit there and be bored. That's what that's what I know. Is. I chose that word on purpose. <laughs> Okay, but um, those are I got to understand of those two races, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it's I mean I I really was excited to talk about Lower Decks with you because I mean I wasn't sure if you'd like it because there's so many callbacks to old Star Trek. I wasn't sure if there'd be enough for someone who wasn't like neck deep in Star Trek like I am yes. to enjoy. And the fact that you're also giving a season two a nine is pretty incredible. It's like our highest rated thing we've rated on here. It is our high. It, well, I can I can tell you for sure this is the highest rated thing I've rated because I'm pretty harsh. <laughs> well, but also I don't, I don't think we gave season one a rating. I don't know if we did or not. I'll give it five. Season one, just so this one could be way ahead of everything. Else. Yeah, way ahead of it. No, I, <laughs> no, I, it's I'll give it. I'll give it like a seven or eight. It was I, also I, very I, good. I'll give it an eight. Yeah, yeah, This, yeah. this one, better. this one was just a little bit better. Uh, more, it's more of the same, but like a little bit more. More of the same, but better. And the humor was a little bit more adulty, dirty, which is what I was wanting from season yeah, one. So they leaned, they leaned harder into that, and that that made me enjoy season two a little bit more because like, like with the Rick and Morty writer and the animation styles, really wanting them to go like into the dirty stuff. Sure, and like they definitely did. Like, and they did some really creative ways of doing that. So, uh, before we watched the season, or before you watched the season, I told you to watch Darmok because of the new security officer. Did you get to watch Darmok? I totally forgot until you just brought it up right now. <laughs> oh, man. I really wanted to talk to you about Darmok, because uh, watching a regular next-gen episode, because the, the new security chief of the Cerritos is uh, one of the aliens from Darmok, and he's like, you know, they, they use his language a lot okay. in the season. Or they just say random phrases that make probably no sense to you. Yeah, no, they didn't make any sense to me. Well, yeah, but that's why I asked you to watch that episode okay. so you have some context for what's happening. Because that's one of the more heady episodes of Next Gen. Because this guy's just talking about all this stuff and it makes no sense. No sense. And then, like, as the episode goes on, it starts making more and more sense. Oh, so it's really cool. Okay, it's, okay. It's cool. So, like, you'd hear them say things in lower decks and you'd be like, oh, okay, I know that. I know roughly what that means because of. That episode. That's why I wanted you to watch. Darmok. Okay, you can still watch Darmok retroactively. I'm, I'm I'm gonna watch it after this, and, and we can you know talk about it next time, just as like a we preamble, can... like we did for Brian Sanderson this time. Yeah, we can do that. There's nothing wrong with adding a little bit of Star Trek every once in a while. So um, that I th- I think that covers episode nine. <laughs> now let's go to episode eight. This was my favorite episode. I think it might be seven now that it wasn't eight. I don't know, but it was the one where they were doing tests. Oh, the the um. That was my that was by far my favorite. That episode. was a really good episode too. But yeah, that was yeah. I think that was eight or yeah. seven. I think 
Uh, yeah, that was eight, I think. That um, was eight. Okay. Um, they um, oh, that that one was really good. That one's like also where they did some really dirty jokes. But the thing was, it's like totally like like something that happens in Star Trek, and I it's they reference a bunch of old stuff that happens in Star Trek, but it's still a holodeck program and it's still a training program. Yeah. So it's not bad that they're rehashing this stuff. No, because they did the naked time and the naked now. They did that twice. They did it once in next in the original series, and they did it again in next gen. The episode where they're all naked, like having yes. sex everywhere. Yep. Like they couldn't show that back in the time, but that's basically it. Just made you silly, and like you yeah. probably want to like. I mean, Data. It's a one-time Data had sex in next gen. Whoa! Yeah, he had that, sex. you just dropped a bomb on yeah, me. He had sex. Dude. You just dropped a nuclear czar bomb he on is me. He's fully functional and, and programmed in multiple <laughs> techniques. <laughs> he's programmed in multiple techniques. So uh, that happened, but like, <laughs> Mariner goes in. She's got to do a naked time thing and try to save the ship. Yeah, she walks into the. Uh, the, um, I guess the galley or whatever, and there's it's just like a giant orgy happening, which was amazing. Boimler sitting on the counter on the bar. Oh, he's like sitting leg out, spread. I was just gonna try to do the leg spread thing, but it won't show up on camera. Yeah, it's just it was amazing, and then they've like, got like you know like Tendi and some alien kissing or whatever. It's like it was a bunch. It was, of stuff a, yeah. it was like amazing. This is this and is then the... Shaxx with like a, the doctor to Anna on. Oh, the the fetish. They got a <laughs> yeah. little fetish going on yeah. there. A little furry fetish. She no, she's got a him fetish. A him fetish. She's all about him. She references him. So well, I thought it was like, just like both ways. Well, yeah, but I mean, like she totally's into him. I'm not sure how much he's. In. But in the in the in episode, in the he seemed thing. very okay with it. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite episode because also now this brings into uh, uh, Boimler. I now like Boimler more than I did in season one because he's not as much as a bitch. He's kind of like <laughs> Boimler's a badass. He got a hundred. No, now he now he's a well. Uh, technically, he didn't get a hundred. Oh, he had a hundred until, <laughs> until, until he lost it. But he's like again, 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 again. Like he he's, he he but, he's got to do a Borg encounter through his. His training session. Yeah, so, which I want to talk about the Borg a little bit. I didn't know, I, I've heard, again, like, you've brought up, like, oh, this is the Borg, this is what they're about. But I never understood it until this episode. I know mm-hmm. who the Borg are now, and that's, that's great. cool. It's t- yeah, the Borg are awesome. I know who the Borg are now. Yeah. Right, wait, they're awesome. What's your favorite race? Is this is this going to be a problem for you to answer? I don't know. It's It's really hard. I mean, like... For women, I like the Orions a lot because they're green. I let so I love Tindy and and they're really cool. Um, Kardashians are cool for me. I the love Kardashians, Port- the Kardashians, yeah, the okay, Kardashians okay. Are, you uh, like the Kardashians? Kardashians? Oh, that's in episode one where she she, uh, she yep. he's, she's escaping we're, from the Kardashians. David, we're not that far yet. We're on episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about humans? How do you feel about the human race? They're fine. I, I just wish there's so many aliens in Star Trek. Humans are overused, so that having humans as so many as the main cast is a little bit annoying in almost all Star Treks because there's so many aliens. I mean, we've got on the bridge crew, we've got Shax, and he's a Bajoran, and he's basically humanoid, but he's got wrinkles on his nose. That's like the difference sure. thing between a uh, Bajoran and a human. So I mean, he's basically a human. And we've got you know the only main officer. Of the you know the senior staff is the Doctor Taana who's the cat. Okay, okay. So okay, now nah. we've got Jed who's an Andorian. Who, I'm a, who, I'm who, about who, to. Who I guess um, Mariner is asking out on a date or whatever an episode. When is that going to happen? Stream start. Yeah. It's like oh, refreshed. That's not good. No, no, it didn't. We may have run into technical difficulties here. 
Well, I mean, it's streaming. It's just, like, refreshed. I don't think we have to worry about it. Uh, okay. So, after that little derail, I'm going to derail a little bit more here. So, uh, William Shatner went to space a little bit. He was in Star Trek. He's a human. Thoughts on that, David? I would like uh, a documentary on what are your thoughts about William Shatner going to space. Um, well, I mean, it was cool. He got to go to space. Um, I think maybe some of his mental facilities are going a little bit. I don't know. Did you watch the the thing of him coming back down from space? Yeah, he just seemed real confused. He he is just like, I can't believe it's like death out there. I'm like, <laughs> do you know nothing about space? Did you have you been on Star Trek before ever, Mister Shatner, sir? Do you know like he's like it's death out there. It's black and the Earth is life. And I'm like. Yes, Mr. Shatner. He's he's an older guy. He's in his, I didn't know he was in his 90s. He's 90, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's he is an older gentleman. Yeah, I mean that's I mean I, I mean it's awesome he got to go. It's awesome he got to experience that. I don't know like what's going through his head. He seems like amazed by I mean maybe I haven't been to space. Maybe I'll be like, "Oh my god, the atmosphere's so thin." I don't think you're going to think that cuz you already are aware of these things. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just I don't know, it's just he kept talking about how, how thin the atmosphere was and how it's like I can't believe that that little thing keeps us alive and you know, I understand like going to space gives you a new perspective, but I mean, I watch so much science fiction and space stuff. I'm like, I'm very aware of how... Can you imagine going to space and being like, wow, it's really black up here. It's really black. Did you know it's black in Spain? <laughs> it's really dark. Um, I don't know. Um, but he, he never watches... He never watched Star Trek. He just was on it. So maybe he, maybe he wasn't sure if space was black. I don't know. Man, I don't... Eh, eh, I don't give him a pass on this. I, I think it, I think the dementia has set in. <laughs> Anyway, which is, which is I saw him speak at the Buffalo Comic Con a couple of years, and he's he's still pretty eloquent when, when he wants to be. But maybe yeah, but just... a couple of years will really get you when you're that old. <laughs> Who knows? I it, mean, t- like, it takes one fall, and that person's just like out of commission. I'm glad he survived going to space. I think that was what I was most scared about, like just him not being able to. Hit the they're not really even like... like super going to space. They're kind of like they're it's just... kind of like going into a really high area. It's not yeah, like the, going to space. Yeah, they're they're. Yeah, they're just. It can be. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a definitive answer, but I'm sure there are a lot of people that will just consider that like you didn't really go to space. You kind of just went really high. You just got to the tip of the atmosphere, basically. Yeah, if you can still fall back down, you're not in space. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Well, actually, there's like different categories on like what is considered space, and I know Blue Origin like is at the very bottom of that. Based on like yeah, based on pictures I've seen, I think SpaceX is like SpaceX can go to so, space. Those the actual space Blue Origins like under that. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, te- well then is the I- the ISS technically is just spinning towards Earth and it will eventually because of the gravitational field. But no, and I you know what I think that never mind. I'm gonna retract that statement. Forget anything that I just said. I think they will eventually abandon it. What ISS? ISS will eventually hit Earth. Because they had to abandon the previous one. They will. It, w- it will eventually. It's spinning towards Earth. Eventually it will. I think it's 2027. Don't Wikipedia that or look it up. Actually, Wikipedia it, because then it might verify that I'm right, because Wikipedia can be wrong sometimes. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to our next episode. Was Are we on seven now? 
See, okay, see, here's where I'm going to start having a problem because they I watched... Getting, they start getting hazy. I watched point. 1 to 7, um, like, one after another. I just spent, like, four hours watching it. So, like, everything... Like, 8, 9, and 10, I had a little... I had, like, an hour because, break between yeah, each yes, one. Yeah, so they had... They're so, a little more it was clear. like I, like, ate dinner, got ready for, you know, hanging out for the rest of the night, and then I would watch it, each one of these episodes... One through seven, I sat down and watched it for six hours. I, I, I binged one through seven also, so um, they are running together. But I, this season, each episode was its own individual thing, but we brought back um, the Titan at the beginning. So let's, maybe we can start from the beginning and move forward, since we can't, di- we can't differentiate the, the <laughs> We'll start with what now. we're going to remember until we so, run into this. So, uh, is aboard the Titan, and they do... Uh, in the second episode, they 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 go down to a planet, and there's some field. They're 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 fighting the pack lead. Yes. So they have this overall uh, energy shield, and basically Boimler clones himself the same way. Right. This is the, it is an episode of of Next Gen where Riker um, beams out of this place, but his clone gets beamed back down to the planet. Okay. So he does meet himself. Like this is a thing that's happened. This is a thing that's actually happened before. And then that's why clone Boimler names himself William Boimler. He wants okay. to, he's okay. also sucking up to Riker, but also it's, like, I gotcha. It's I gotcha. A, it's, a, it's a thing that's happened before. And Will's okay with it. <laughs> For this episode, I, obviously I had no problem watching all of them, but like what happened was between, you know, watching one through seven all at once was that after I watched one, I didn't want it to end. I just, like, kept going. Because I thought episode one was also really good. It kind of, like, just, like, pulled me in. It's like, okay, here we go. We're on for another another ride. Yeah, it's so good. And it's it was so much better watching it. But also that I've seen season one and I understand Boimler, I understand Mariner. Um, it was good seeing them again now that i really enjoy the character because I, I know i told you last time yeah. you were surprised i hated mariner at first she just she was anti-star trek and now I've, I've warmed up to her and like what she does doesn't bother well she's not so her. much anti-star trek she's just like a rebel she's a rebel yeah. rouser and that's the character i like but the thing is she was less goofy and cartoony this time too like they they reined her back while still keeping yeah, they, the essence they, of her character yeah, yeah. Well, well, well like i could see someone i could see like i her actions never took me out of the moment in season two. In season one, they did a lot because she was so like flamboyant. she was too rebellious. She was too flamboyantly a cartoon to be taken as real because because Lower Decks is Star Trek canon. Like this has happened, and this is like part of the canon of Star Trek. So like her being that cartoony just doesn't make sense in my brain. But season two, they reeled her back on the cartooniness where she feels more like a real person now. Okay. Well, I mean, she's still, okay. Yeah, no, no, you are, you are right. They did reel her back in to make her more fall in line kind of type of thing. But she was still, but she's still her, but she's still her, but she doesn't, she's no longer like running around with a sword cutting people. Like, you know, like she she doesn't act like a cartoon character anymore. She's acting like more like a real person, which is what took me out of it. And and everyone is, I mean, like it's, it's fine. It's really, really well done. She's Um, still my favorite character. The pack led were like an, uh, they brought them up in the last episode of season one. And that's a through line throughout the entire series. And the thing is each episode its own thing, but they, they kept that through line really well. Yeah. Like I love how they can do a through line and it not be overbearing. Like in Discovery, it's super overbearing. Like it's the it's the focus of everything, and then everything else gets forgotten and it, it loses its way. But this is a through line, and each episode's still kind of its own thing. 
It, it was, they, it, each one of them are, it's like you're, it's, you know, I could go back because I've watched all of Rick and Morty and I'm sure somebody out there has listened to and watched Rick and Morty. That's each episode is kind of just like this hosh posh adventure that they go on. And that's what kind of feels like for most part, most of these episodes are just kind of like something brand new each yeah. time. And that's how Star Trek usually is. It's something brand new, but they also have the through line of this, this pack led plot, which leads yeah. to Mariner's arrest and, and the Klingons and it yeah. all works together. And I wonder if they're going to mean that. Vulcan officer to the Cerritos next. That, that, they're, that's not going to be the last we're going to see them. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. they wouldn't introduce them this season if they don't plan on using it. Like they had fully fleshed out characters pretty much. Yeah, they, were, yeah, they were ready to go. It was cool. But like she was also like the mariner of that ship, though, because she was the rebellious. Yeah, but even her her mariner of that ship, at least as far as I know from Vulcans, it's, it's still like more professional than everybody else that's on that ship already so like <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i just i just love how they kept on saying contain yourself you're, you're losing control when she's like perfect in control <laughs> she, she used the word she just thinks differently <laughs> she used the word feeling they're like oh my god what? what's wrong with you you are having emotional outbursts this is said, unacceptable you said the word feeling so you're having an emotional outburst <laughs> Therefore, we're giving you to Starfleet. Get out of here. Go away. We don't, <laughs> you are not worthy. We don't want you anymore. Yeah, I don't remember what episode that happened on. And what'd you think of the Vulcan ship? It was pretty cool. It it's, looked cool. Yeah, I, I love the Vulcan ship. I like the the outside of it. We didn't really get to see much of the inside. Yeah, but I mean, it the was kind of like two rooms. Yeah, the outside we got the like the. They always said that the ring. And then yeah. the, 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 the schlong around. Did you, when, obviously, I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure you're going to say yes to this, but when you first saw the ship, did you know who it was? Absolutely. Okay. I, I, knew okay. It was, I knew it was Vulcan by, by the design of the ship. Okay. I thought it was somebody else from Starfleet, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Vulcan, they're part of the Federation as a whole. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, not, it's not what I thought. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a Federation vessel. It's a Vulcan vessel. And the thing is, we, we only saw Vulcan vessels really in um, First Contact and then in Enterprise. Ah. And then we didn't really see much Vulcan ships. I mean, they said a Vulcan. There's a ship that was Vulcan and uh, Discovery, but it didn't look very Vulcan. Eh, whatever. Okay, so <laughs> so we're we're learning a lot here. I don't know what what episode does that bring us to? We're talking. We're talking. We're still in the in the first. We're couple. still in the first um, the first couple episodes that this is going on. Yeah, it, was, it was a really good season. Um, the, the episode where they go to. <laughs> The doctor needs her scratching post or whatever. Oh yeah, and they, that's right. They keep breaking. They keep breaking it in worse and worse pieces. Yeah. And the doctor just said she just wanted the box. She's a cat. Oh wait, Brant. Talking about you know medical bear or whatever. I I wanted uh, the the Klingon that wanted to die. <laughs> yeah. So something happened to Worf in an episode of Next Generation where he gets his back broken and he's like, "Kill me, kill me." Kill me. I need to be killed. I don't want to kill you like that! Here's my dagger. Stab me! Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing that's happened before. And then the, he, like, falls on the ground. And she keeps losing points. And she's and losing like, more, oh my more god, why haven't you killed this man yet? And then they're just like... Call it. They're like... Time of life. <laughs> time of life. Zero six hundred. No! Oh, I enjoy, I enjoyed that, that part too. Really I don't know what made me think of that, but I, I that was I think that might have been my favorite part of the entire. <laughs> that was uh, your favorite part of the season. season. Yeah, that might that might have been it. That was pretty good. That was it was pretty funny. 
uh, the, the whole holodeck thing was was pretty good. And then uh, the th- my favorite thing about the holodeck episode was the when they started making the teacher get scared, and they flew into like the oh, black yeah. hole, which is kind of like the they're opening, going, yeah. which is like the opening sequence. They went to two of, places. They yeah, went they to... did, but it, the one was like the opening. Yes. Yeah. yeah, which was kind of cool. I'm like, yeah, they referenced the opening credits. That's pretty fun. She got scared, and she then quit with, her job, withdrew her blackmail. Yes. Yep, she withdrew her blackmail. Thanks to Boimler, mm-hmm. who is now the hero of the story. Unfortunately, question mark. <laughs> oh, I love oh, like this thing. He got the monument for being the laziest Starfleet officer that ever existed yeah. at the end of the like second or third episode of season one, and then he's like he did all this extra work. Yeah, now he's like a badass. <laughs> he like saved the Borg children, beat the Borg queen at chess. Save them. What, oh, you said you had questions. He, about the he Borg. taught. Uh, Empathy. Yeah, it taught empathy. It taught empathy. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what questions did you have about the Borg? You said you had questions about. The oh Borg. yeah, so uh, just like, what are the Borg? They just do they just like abduct humans and then like inject them with stuff? Like what? And then they're... pretty much they they, they have uh, nanoprobes. So basically, they have like these things that shoot out their 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 wrist, kind of like Wolverine, but they're they're called tubules, and they tubules. just they just inject you in the neck or wherever they can get you. Then what um, happens? It shoots out nanoprobes, basically nanobots, and nanobots start converting your cells and your blood and stuff into Borg. It connects you to the hive mind, and they start the nanobots use the elements in your body to start building machines, and your body will start sprouting machines, and you become connected to the Borg hive, and then you just become a Borg. And then they take you, and then they'll add other machines onto you. So, like, that's human, Andorian, Vulcan, like, anyone who gets caught by the Borg basically can be assimilated by the Borg, and you just become part of the collective. Are they, like, the super bad guys? Yeah, they're they're the they're the big, scary bad guys of Star Trek, basically. They're, like, the... Wait, so where are, where are the Klingons on this? Well, in the original series, Klingons are the bad guys. In Next Gen, the Klingons are good guys. But some Klingons are just assholes, because Klingons, sure. Klingons are assholes. Sure. So they, they, they did reference them trying to dethrone the... the, the Federation Empire before. That's why the guy's like, they're not our enemy. Like, you know, because they're technically at peace with with the humans. And the Klingons go on and get off again during DS9, hating the humans and being their friends. So, but they're usually on the side of good. Uh, Late, lately. Lately. Except for their, they do have rogue. They do have rogue agents. Rogue ones. (laughs) Rogue agents that just do what they want to do and try to overthrow. So overall, the Borg are just like, not not good. Oh yeah, there's... What do they want? They want to, just to take over. They just they just want everything. They want technology and they want bio and they want better biology. Like they basically they call it assimilating worlds. They find a world that has something they don't have. They take it, they assimilate it, and they build in their technology. And they just they're an amalgamation of everyone they've come across. So every technology they get, they don't they can't you know like in federations like oh we need this technology. They have to like do treaties and try to get them to the federation and be able to get to the point where they can share technology. The board just take it. That's fine now. Okay, I gotcha. So they're they're just like almost unstoppable because every technology they've come across, they've basically assimilated it, and it's in their control. So they're the most technologically advanced race in Star Trek. Usually, they, yeah. they kind of remind me of the Daleks from Doctor Who. I, I anyway, sure, I'm, <laughs> anyway, I'm sure they could be, you know, pretty similar. But you know, that, okay, I haven't been understanding the board except now, they, they look less like R two D two. They they do look a little bit different than R two D two, just a just a tad bit. So I, I thought it was pretty cool that I got to like I'm finally like learning. You're these, learning about like, Star Trek yeah. races. I mean, there's good stuff in like Lower Decks is probably the best place to enter because it's just been absolutely fantastic. 
Yeah, but we don't know anything about season three yet, or do we? Maybe I don't know. I haven't. I mean, it says to be continued. Continue, so I, well, considering that episode ten literally just ended, it's a cliffhanger. Yeah, I mean, and it's on a cliffhanger. But that's so that's next year Star Trek. A lot of Star Trek seasons would end on a cliffhanger, and then the next season would start off resolving it. So, like yeah. at the end of season three, Picard gets of the next gen. Picard gets simulated by the Borg, and then you have to wait a whole summer. For the next, for the next to one, find to start. out what happened. Like, Interesting. That was like what, like that, that's one of the best cliffhangers of like TV all time. Like TV you know, all time. It was like in the top ten. Really? Yeah. Of I, what? I mean, like Watch Mojo. Of cliffhangers. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. Oh man. Maybe Watch Mojo. Who knows? Well, I mean, that's where we're at with season two. I think we both really like it a lot. Absolutely. Watch season two of Lower Decks if you have. Watch season, season one first, one. though. No, yeah, you got to watch season one first. Lower Decks is a fantastic show. I absolutely love it. I can't wait for season three, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna binge it again because watching season one episode to episode was painful until I until I liked it, and now yeah. I love it. I'm just like, I'm just gonna, I pretty much binge them all. And <clears throat> oh, episode ten came out the other day, so I, I watched that one alone by itself, and man, alone by itself, just you and episode ten, <laughs> just me and episode. No, just without watching the other episodes sure. leading up to it, just sure. on its own. It was uh Yeah, this is the fantastic. first this is the first thing we had to wait for. This for is it the Mandal it's the Mandalorian of, of Star of Star Trek, basically. <laughs> the Mandalorian? <laughs> okay, well okay, so no, I wanna Star Wars Visions <laughs> came out. I don't know if anybody has watched, watched that. I know you haven't watched it yet, but it's on Disney Plus and it's like an anime short stories. They're not, I don't think they're canon. If they are canon, Star Trek's in for, or not Star Trek, Star Wars is in for a big trouble because some of the characters are like grossly overpowered and will destroy everything. So I'm assuming it's not canon, but that was also very interesting. Mm-hmm. I would put that in the same vein as Mandalorian. If you're into more anime esque things, you probably will enjoy that as well. I don't want to really talk too much about it just in case for the future I got some ideas with it. We'll see. But that's where that's that's you watch Star Wars Visions without any context. <laughs> anyway, I think we've reached the end of season two here. I oh, mean, can't wait for season three. Cannot wait. I'm absolutely excited. Um, next week we're coming with June. Well, we not, got not there, next week. Next time. There's a there's a week. a lot of things that are coming out here. I'm, we still have to discuss how we're gonna go about well, the it. The thing is, the TV shows take a while to run, so I mean, it's not like we're well, that's what's what's gonna happen is that all these TV shows are gonna finish in December. The yeah. and they're all <laughs> I, for uh, just little backstories of what's going on here. We I would like to do one on Foundation. David doesn't know anything about Foundation really yet, but I'm so confident, especially if anybody who's listening or watching has watched the first episode of Foundation. You would know that anybody who's into sci-fi, this is going to be a fantastic show. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we're Game of Thrones level for sci-fi here. Ooh. After one episode, though. Wow. So, uh, I want to talk about that. We got we got to talk about Dune. There's other things that, I i don't know, Witcher. There's the, uh, Immortals. What's that? Marvel show? Eternals. That's, Eternals. I keep forgetting yep. the name of that. There's Spider-Man coming out. There so, at Spider-Man. some point in the next month or two we're not going to be able to do every other week we're gonna there's going to be too much to talk about unless we do like a seven hour podcast which Challenge i don't exception 
<laughs> okay, well, now David said it. We will now do a seven-hour podcast. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. But there's a lot coming out that we're going to have to talk about. And I don't know if we're going to be able to do every other week. We might have to pop in on another time for anybody to listen because mm-hmm. we have a lot to say about things that are coming out i are just watching trailers i want to talk about it but i'm not going to I'm yeah gonna hold I, myself I, I might have uh, guests come in and talk about picard season two and discovery season four because i'm not gonna make brian watch those and i don't recommend but people but i know people who are already gonna be watching them so i'll probably have them come come yeah. on and, and talk to them because uh i'm gonna ask brian to watch stuff i think is good <laughs> I think Lower Decks was really good, so I, I, I think you should watch Gumby. Gumby, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. But you haven't watched? Have you watched Gumby? I've seen Gumby. Okay, I watched him as a child. We could do a whole podcast on Gumby. The Gumby cast. No. Gumby cast. We will be the top tier Gumby cast. Gumby cast. I'm changing the podcast. We are Gumby and Pokey only. Gumby and Pokemon? Why? No, Pokey. Pokey was the horse in Gumby. Oh, I did. I know my I know my Gumby lore. I don't know Gumby lore. <laughs> if anybody has any questions about Gumby, put them in the comments. And he will uh, not answer them. <laughs> I'll answer them next podcast because I'll forget to <laughs> answer it. I'm real into Gumby. Give me a trivia question about Gumby, and I guarantee you I can answer it. <laughs> anyway, well, that's a that's a thing, I guess. Yeah, we're... <laughs> Dave is just finding this out that I'm like super into Gumby. Super into Gumby. I have a Gumby body pillow. <laughs> It's in the shape of Gumby. It's like Gumby's made out the body pillows made out of Gumby. It's it's made out of clay. It's got to be the weirdest pillow ever. It's, it's made out of clay. I hope it's in a condom or something so like it doesn't so, squeeze out. It just is a mess. My bed is turned into Gumby. You, you just sleep in Gumby. I sleep in Gumby. Pokey's next to me. Anyway. Right. I'm sorry, anybody that just had to deal with that and has no idea what I'm talking about. But if you know and have watched Gumby and have a better sense of humor than this one, make it fun of me. Uh, yeah, give, I don't know. Give me a Gumby question, Gumby trivia, Gumby <laughs> Jeopardy, Gumby Jeopardy, Gumby Jeopardy in, in the in the comments below. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, give him Gumby stuff that he won't answer. So, great. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll be better about answering the YouTube comments. Yes. All right. Well, um. Thanks for watching. I really hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And uh, yeah, you can check us out. Uh, at, we're, we're at Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter at Synthaholic Duo. And um, we're here on Twitch. We will t- typically stream every other Saturday until we are overloaded with too much stuff and we might switch to every week. Maybe. Who knows? Hey, well, um, see. It, it, you know, as, as stuff comes out, I'm sure it'll, like, it'll thin out as like, summer happens. Cause it's every, all the content seems to be coming out fourth quarter now. Yeah, because we got the boys coming out. We got oh, I didn't even time. Think that. Okay, yeah. yeah okay, you know what? I'm just gonna. Like... I'm just gonna. Everything we just talked about for the past five minutes, we're going to be going week to week. There's too much coming out. There's no way we're going to be able to do everything all at once. And uh, and we will be by the time we get to like but the, the pro- boys, it'll be like problem, May. But the problem is week to week is like during this time is that we got like uh, Thanksgiving coming up, Christmas coming up. So there might be weeks we'll still miss because I mean the holidays. I, I mean, haven't like, looked at the calendar still, yet. It, you know it's. Things still could mess. We'll figure so. it out. Don't worry, we won't abandon anybody. We'll be here until we'll be, I die. We'll be covering. We'll be covering the other stuff for sure. 
Oh, uh, yeah. it, it just may not be as timely, just because so much is coming out. Yeah, it's, we're t- I'm trying. We're trying to be as timely as possible with uh, everything that's coming out, so we can stay on top of but it. Still, keep things chill because we kind of killed ourselves last end of last year with doing Dune book and podcasts on every single new episode of a Star Trek show, and now we're doing the macro things. So that's making things a little more chill, yes. but also kind of backwards. Backwards. Yeah, because we talked about episode 10, and then we talked about episode Oh, nine, yeah, we talked about episode 8, and we talked about episode 1. You, ne- you never know what's going to happen in these podcasts. Yeah, no, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but there's absolutely good stuff happening in the world of Star Trek, um, at least with Lower Decks. So, absolutely watch the show. It's worth signing up for CBS All Access for. It's fantastic. Agreed. Enjoy, everyone. Have a good day. Live long and prosper, one and all.